I had a uh, like to place an order for positivity to go. Could I have two shots of good news and uh, one uh, one shot of people younger than us doing cooler things than us and uh, maybe some extra thankfulness on top this week? Cool. Well, hi, everybody. It's Positivity Podcast, your daily dose of positivity. Teens talk about all the uplifting and good news happening in the world. And I'm Carter Dvorak, joined by Kaylee Richmond and Young Soo Kim and probably Saisha Gupta at some point. Hi, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys had a safe and healthy and happy Thanksgiving. Hi, everyone. Hello and happy Thanksgiving. This comes out the Sunday after Thanksgiving. We're recording this the day after Thanksgiving. And that's very fun. And so I think before we jump into Thanksgiving stuff, what's some good news in your life, guys and people and everything else? Well, I just celebrated my first Thanksgiving in I don't know how long. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before or not, but I'm a competitive Irish step dancer. And so traditionally, my region's regional competition is Thanksgiving weekend. So in the past, we've done like a rushed Thanksgiving dinner on Wednesday night. And then Thursday, we kind of just pile into the car and drive down to Philly and just Irish dance for four days straight. Um But this year, obviously, that was canceled. So I actually got to celebrate Thanksgiving only with my parents and my siblings. But still, we got to have like an actual meal on Thanksgiving, which was super, super fun. Very, very good. Um, And yeah, the kind of silver lining of the whole COVID situation. Uh, For me, sorry, I'm getting messages from someone. Um, Okay, so in my case... Um, I've been in two hurricanes consecutively and now it's over so that's great um, and now I, I, my, I got my internet back because it was kind of down for two weeks and it's been kind of crazy because we've ha- we've had a political uplift many people are protesting cases have, are going up so yeah I've been staying home and you know doing my own things but you know it's been kind of crazy for the last past three weeks. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. Just again, so much happening. Yeah, I think in my life, we I have an extended Thanksgiving break. So that's very fun. We basically got from last Friday off up through this coming Monday. Because like three weeks ago, like the people in our county are like, you know what, just because people will likely be intermingling, we don't have want to have the schools open, we're just going to kind of give you the whole week. And so that's been really fun to just enjoy. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, hanging out, cleaning everything, kind of getting ready for Christmas now that like it's a thing. So that's super exciting. It's like to listen to Christmas Christmas music and get into like a holiday festive spirit. And yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. Exam weeks are done. The first trimester is done. That stress is done. And so that's been great. Yeah, I as you mentioned, cleaning things, I'm like staring at my dirty room that's need to be cleaned ever since the first week of school. But, you know, the weekend's not over yet. Maybe I'll get to it. Maybe I won't. But I, I don't have the extended Thanksgiving break like you do, but it's still been nice to kind of just have a few days off from school. And I would say stress less, but I do have a college application due on December 1st that I am very much not done with. So, you know, there's the stress is always there, but it's just been, it's been nice to kind of not worry about school and like making sure that I'm on my Google Meets on the right time and I'm uh, making it to school on the right, at the right time and I'm parking uh, straight because I definitely do a lot of crooked parking and it's also very stressful, but not going to get into that right now. I feel that with crooked parking. It took me a very long time to become a semi-decent parking person. 
I always feel so judged in the senior parking lot because like I'm just such a bad parker and I have to like redo it all the time but with less people in school now because people are just opting to do more remote there's been more spots available which is always nice I still didn't get my license because I'm kind of scared to go out and you know do the driver's test and get all that so I kind of Driving illegally, don't say that I've been driving illegally, but not that much that I used to do because of COVID. I'm not going outside of my house unless if I need to. You know, yeah, I'm in the same boat there, too. I was like, basically, I thought a great time to get my license would be late March of 2020. A bad time to get your license was late March of 2020. And so now we're just kind of waiting, waiting along here and. I kind of don't need it. I've driven like every once in a while on like streets that are no fast. It's like 25 miles an hour. And I'll just kind of drive every once in a while to like go down Lakeshore or like go drive somewhere where I can take a walk and stuff. But otherwise we're not doing much like high speed chases or going on the highway alone. Yeah, I know. Of course I get my license like a week before everything shuts down, which is very lucky because fun fact, I failed my first license test. Um, not going to get into it, but the lady who was giving it was really, really mean and she was just like, didn't want me to pass. But I begged my parents to let me take it again the week after, like literally the week after. And they're like, we're not sure if you're ready for it. But thankfully I did. And um, like days after that, everything shut down so actually it was nice to have it over that time because I was able to practice driving with like no cars on the road by myself so like I'd bring my grandparents food a lot and just like leave it outside their door and so they live five minutes away from us so I could just you know go down the street and practice again like with no other cars on the road by myself and it was definitely a nice time to practice but yeah, I got really lucky with that one because had I waited the time my parents wanted me to wait in between the two tests, I would have not gotten it. Yeah, that's great. That's uh, kind of slid right under the curtain of whatever COVID-19 is. But yep. yeah, kind of also covered Thanksgiving stuff. Like, so kind of to dive a little bit more into Thanksgiving, I got to Zoom with some family. It was just my mom and my dad and me here and then I had family who was kind of scattered across the U.S. and so we all kind of got to zoom and catch up and that was a really fun kind of surreal experience for Thanksgiving that like I just kind of paused halfway through and was like imagine if you told me a year ago that this is what my Thanksgiving would look like of like I'm seeing all of my family on a screen and like it's just weird it's kind of strange it's just kind of how we're at right now but it was fun I think I was definitely able to make the best of it we got to FaceTime with a lot of different family and catch up with people which is always a fun thing about Thanksgiving yes for sure I guess staying on Thanksgiving for a little bit longer what is everyone's like favorite Thanksgiving meal or food because I don't know I all I know is that I really don't like turkey I feel like that's kind of controversial but I really could do without it no that's fair we have we've done like I think four years ago we had Thanksgiving with a friend and their thing was they did turkey and a ham. And since then, and it was great. It was delicious. They were also like, they were friends that we met through like a barbecue, like company slash like classes. So the food was just rocking amazing. It was incredible. But um, ever since then we've done turkey and ham and I like ham a lot. It's really nice. It's like, it's fun too. Like I enjoy turkey. I think turkey and gravy is great, but I'm also like, I think ham is a perfectly fine alternative to turkey. 
Yeah, I'm really, I don't really eat ham or beef for that matter, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm honestly like, with the exception of like chicken and sometimes turkey, I really don't eat that much meat. So that might be my thing with turkey is that I just like don't like meat in general. And like the turkey's good. Like I'm not, it's not the cooking that's the issue. I just feel like it's overrated. But I don't know. I feel like that's definitely controversial. I also really wanted to try frying a turkey, but my parents were like, no way. <laughs> yeah, we did it one year and I don't think like, I think our fryer was too small or we didn't have enough oil. Like there's always problems when you try to fry a turkey, but maybe one day we'll give it another shot. Yeah. On TikTok yesterday, I saw four or five at least like oven fires and a few frying turkey mishaps. So <laughs> Oh dear. I mean, oh it wouldn't be a, a 2020 Thanksgiving without a fire. Luckily, we had no fires at my house, but hopefully no one else did either. But, you know. Yeah, I think it's, I read some. It's definitely wild. Um, I think I read somewhere that, like, the fire departments were prepping more because there were so many, like, first-time cooks this year. And so, like, I guess shout-out to fire departments and first responders for hopefully putting out a yeah. lot of cooking fires. <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking about that as I was saying, like, there's so many people who are doing their own Thanksgiving for the first time this year, and I feel like Thanksgiving can be a very uh, overwhelming meal to prepare by yourself for the first time, so, like, props to anyone who is, that was their first time cooking Thanksgiving dinner, like, even if it didn't all turn out okay, like, no one, no one cares about that, as long as you had, like, your best effort, I feel like that's what's most important. Absolutely, and, like, Youngsu, you know, being in Guatemala, also being Korean, like, I know you don't have Thanksgiving. Do you have anything that is oh, yeah. close to Thanksgiving? Like some kind of, I don't know, holiday built uh, around gratitude or feasting or such, like something yeah. like that? In Korea, we also have our Thanksgiving, but it was in September. But my family is not that festive, so we don't celebrate it. That We're not that festive, so we don't celebrate any of the traditions that we have. We just kind of like, oh, it's, I don't know, blank day, and we would just recognize it's that day, but we will not like celebrate but for us, like the biggest thing is Christmas because we're religious. So my mom would make us go to church sometimes. And I, sometimes I get annoyed with that because, you know, I want to sleep, but I can't because I'm going to go to church Sunday night. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we're not that festive or traditional. So that's all right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is there okay. any like, traditional or like food for your the Korean Thanksgiving like obviously with American Thanksgiving it's like turkey and stuffing and all that but like uh yeah we do there's this um rice um something made with rice um and it's called a sungpyeon and you eat it <laughs> that's one of them I don't remember all the foods because we really don't celebrate it but um, yeah, sungpyeon is made with rice and um, beans and something like that. I'm not that sure about it, but yeah, that's like the uh, typical food for the Koreans Thanksgiving. Really cool. I'm looking at like like image searching it and like there's some really fun, like cool looking food on these pictures that I'm looking at. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah, I love like just like different cultures, foods and like trying all different types of foods. Like that's one of my um, most favorite things. Absolutely. It's always a very, it's just very fun. I think it's a great way to experience cultures to see the flavors that they pick and like 
the moods that even can come from food and that it can be something something really cool like netflix's chef's table is a wonderful show to watch because it talks about food and chefs from across the globe it's very cool yeah on on a tangent of that also if you've ever seen salt fat acid heat uh incredible netflix docuseries i also have the cookbook slash like just book that comes with it it's not really it's like a cross between a cookbook and a book and I'm forgetting the author's name right now which is really embarrassing but it's this really amazing chef and she basically breaks down salt fat acid and heat all in cooking and those are what she says are basically the four main elements of cooking and she in each episode of the docuseries which is based on each one of those things she goes to a different country and talks about how they incorporate that into their cooking so like for fat she went to Italy and they looked at like cheese obviously and pesto and all that kind of stuff and then for salt she went to Japan and she looked at like how they make salt there and all the different things like that and so it's a really cool docuseries I definitely recommend that incredibly cool I'm I think there's also a Netflix series or some kind of cooking show about like earth fire water and wind and I don't know I if I'm too. getting those confused <laughs> yeah, or not that's a really good documentary yes they're both that one's very good yeah, yeah, so salt, really fat, funny. acid, heat, I just looked it up. It's um, Samin Nosrat. I hope I pronounced that right, but it's just like a really good book to read if you like cooking. Um, and it kind of just like, I don't know, and also some really good recipes from it. I need. It was like this olive oil. No, it was not an olive oil. It was like a chocolate cake and it was really, really good. Incredibly cool. That's fun. I need to cook more is what I'm learning. It's so like, I not, now I just want to cook more. But um. <laughs> Diving into, you guys ready to jump into some good news stories? Some fun oh stuff. yeah, I think I think I'm up first. Hold on, let me pull up my story. So my story, I wanted to kind of keep with the Thanksgiving theme. It's not really; it's about food though. Um, so mine is about this mom from New Hampshire. Her name is Brandy Bisson. She's a mom of three, and she was kind of inspired to kind of give back to the community and keep paying it forward after. Her community organized a birthday celebration for her seven-year-old. It had like, gifts and a whole parade, a drive-by parade. Um, and so she's feeling really grateful for that. And so on a whim, she decided to pay for the groceries of eight different people in the store, which totaled uh, $600. And it was like just a completely an act, a kind, ran- excuse me, my words are getting all mixed up, a random act of kindness. Um, and it happened to be caught on film by one of the store employees and then it was posted to social media so I'm assuming it didn't say in the article but I'm assuming it went at least semi-viral I personally haven't seen it but um there is definitely a video and we will try to link that somewhere but um yeah so she did that and she also this week in uh kind of keeping with the theme she's supplying holiday meals for two families in need for the community so I'm assuming it already happened for Thanksgiving and she plans to continue her random acts of kindness in the grocery store when she can and she wants um, to kind of inspire others to do that as well and you know even though she's not wealthy she says you know we've been on both ends of the spectrum and like it's not really a great feeling when you don't know when where you're gonna get food for your kids which is why she wanted to do that and um, just give back to others and I just thought it was a really great story especially you know during the pandemic uh, people have not been having the easiest time financially necessarily there have been a lot of like job layoffs and stuff like that especially in places where they might not have ever felt it before and so I think it's just really great to see someone just completely um unprompted just you know giving back to others and hopefully again it'll inspire other people's to other people to do it even if it's just you know a, a small uh grocery cart of just one person in the store 
Absolutely. That's incredibly cool to like see. I think I saw this on the uh, on the front of the like Good News Network page and it seemed like a really cool story just to like, because I think that's something I've always wanted to do and like is to just like these random acts of kindness to just like pay for somebody's groceries or like do these things on a whim. I saw somewhere that like one time there was somebody who left like a $3,000 tip just like randomly and I'm like, that's just such a fun like spontaneous act of kindness. I think it's just really, really like too cool to see that play out and it is like really nice to have somebody pay for your groceries or even like seeing people pay for meals and such like it's super fun and it's kind of fun that like it's this reciprocal thing not that it has to be but like the community you know like organize a thing for her son and like her parade and a drive-by and that's very cool I thought that she nice she wanted to kind of pay that back to pay that forward and that was just Mm -hmm. really really cool and really fun to hear about yeah, it kind of reminds me also of like if you're in a drive there and then you pay for the person behind you and then hopefully they pay for the person behind them and uh, so on and so forth. And I think it's just like a really great thing to see other people helping others out kind of just out of the own kindness of their heart, which is, you know, a lot of what this podcast focuses on. But yeah, I just thought it was a really, really nice thing to see. And I think it was also really impressive that it was like, she's not super wealthy. You know, she doesn't have excess funds to kind of spend anywhere. She's a mom of three. And so the fact that she, you know, spent $600 on random strangers, I think shows a lot. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Yeah, it's fun. I'm looking at some of the pictures now too. They're like just very kind of, very cool, very fun. I think you can see some reactions too. It's just very exciting. Mm Yeah. And I mean, again, kind of like with the holiday season, a lot of celebration uh, around holidays is focused on food. And when you're in the situation where you, you know, you're you not sure where your next meal is coming from, where you kind of have to struggle to put uh, food on the table, I think it's really nice to kind of have some of that anxiety ease, um, especially when there can be so much financial anxiety around the holidays on top of, you know, everything happening with the pandemic. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. It is good to, to, to bring that ease to be we're entering into this season of giving really and it's really cool to to do that to experience that yeah and i guess like uh to kind of wrap it up i just like want to encourage everyone out there as we kind of go into this holiday season to give back during the holiday season you know of course we love hanging out with friends and family and gifting and receiving but i think it's also important to think about others and just maybe you know, like at my school, we have our Builders Club, which is like a community um, service club. And so every year we adopt a few families and we provide gifts and stuff for them. So like, that's something that I'll be doing. And um, growing up, like my family celebrates Christmas and Hanukkah. So usually one night for Hanukkah, instead of getting gifts, we would give them to Toys for Tots. So just like, as this uh, holiday season kind of starts and continues, just, you know, maybe find a charity or two that you want to give back to and kind of include that in your holiday traditions if it isn't already. I completely agree with that. I think this is going to be one of my plugs, but like I am in my school's Interact Club, which is I think kind of similar to your Builders Club of like we help out, we help out in like Batays in the Dominican Republic, but we also, you know, help out in our own community and work with our like local rotary club and recently over break we learned that our community i think is raising funds and working to either upgrade or rebuild some of the playgrounds in the town in like the place that i live and we partner with the rotary club because we have kind of some excess funds from different donations since we didn't get to use that many of them in this year and i think we are doing like a matching thousand dollar grant to these playgrounds for like a one day kind of like project i think it's this tuesday i don't know if you listen to this if you're interested but um and checking out 
checking that out but um it's just another cool way to like to give back to the people that kind of give so much like a community i feel like really can give a whole lot to you and it's cool to like give back to that and so i really enjoy that like to see it here to see what your school is doing to see what you know miss bison is doing to see what everyone around us is kind of doing in this season yep that's that's incredible about your um club but yeah i think I don't want to go on for this for too long, but like a really easy thing to do is um, just bring like cans of food to a food pantry. I know at least in the food pantries in my area, they've seen an increase in people coming obviously due to um, COVID and stuff like that. And so just like going to the store and buying cans, I think a lot of times, I don't know, is ShopRite uh, a national brand? I'm not sure, but I know ShopRite has their like can can sale all the time and stuff like that. But, you know, just picking up a few cans of food, it might not seem like a lot to you, but it can definitely help so many people and can bring so much joy to so many people. So yep, just thinking about, you know, your entire community uh, in this holiday season and finding a way to give back, I think is really important. Yeah, I completely agree with you. That's a really, really great story. It's very fun to just kind of see all that happening. Cool. I think with that, if we are all ready to jump to the next one, I've got I've got the next story, which is um, from CBS News. It is boy who was bullied makes it his mission to help others by giving away truckloads of supplies. That's a headline that they have. I think it's from there. Like I guess it's an ongoing series called A More Perfect Union. So I think it's about kind of uniting people and. Like groups of people and individuals to like to unite right now when it feels like things are very divisive and so this story in the most positivity fashion a seven-year-old second grader named Kavanaugh Bell used his birthday money as well as I would assume a lot of other money totaling about $36,000 to fill two 53-foot trailers full of supplies to send to a South Dakota Indian reservation who I think is in very much in need I think they're like a poorer reservation and so he basically filled these supplies, this reservation he has no personal attachment to. He like visited it once and that's it. And so he just was like, all right, we're going to send all these supplies here. And it's incredibly cool. I recommend if you can find it, go look up the video. It's like semi-recent within the next, within the last couple of weeks of this coming up, but it's very, very cool. And it's just very fun. Like his energy, the way he, his persona is really incredible and I really love like the way he even presents himself on camera, it seems like he's done a lot of really cool interviews. I did an interview with um, upcoming Vice President Kamala Harris. He was, I think, mentioned by current President Trump. And so he's like done a lot of really cool press, which I think is well-deserved because not only that, but at his own home, he like built mobile food pantries and loaded them with supplies for people who needed them. And then this kid doesn't stop. He also did senior care packages for people in coronavirus. I think he also... I think he really got his jump start when he was around four years old, I think, because he helped his mom send, like, cases and pallets of water up to Flint, Michigan, when they had their Flint water crisis, which, being a Michigander, I appreciate that. I was not in Flint, thankfully, but it was really cool to see him help out there, and I think a big part of his inspiration, and it's, like, a really cool, it makes a really cool point of, like, making something good out of a rough situation that he was bullied in preschool, and you know, I think really just had to face a lot of mean people and that really gave him the inspiration to help other people not feel hopeless is kind of what the article says. And I think that that is really, really cool. It's cool to like, to take something that is rough, bullying sucks, but like to take it and to use it to build up others, to learn from it in a really incredible way. And again, like push it forward. It's incredible. And like, again, his energy is great. He talks, he's like, I want to be the next mayor. I want to be president. And I'm like, 
I'd vote for you. I'd vote for I'd vote for you at age seven, and I would sure as heck probably vote for you at thirty five or whenever you can. But it just seems very cool. I recommend checking out the video and just like it was a very fun story for me to see and to find. And again, kind of talking about the giving season, thankfulness, and I just really love it. Yeah, I mean. Like going back, he's seven. He got his yeah. start at four. Like when I was four, I what was I was not doing this. I was coloring. Like I don't even know. <laughs> I was dressing my brother up in princess gowns. Like I I was not doing this. And I mean, it's just incredible to see that he, you know, took this thing that is so horrible, which is getting bullied. And like, side note, who is bullying a preschooler? And like yeah. seriously, guys, like, come on. Kids but are so I mean, mean like he, he took that and he's turning into this amazing thing and like I thought it was just the you know giving the supplies to the reservation and then you just kept listing all these things that he was doing and I just think it's incredible and gives so much hope for the future uh, generations just to see all that they're doing I think you kind of alluded to this but like we so often feature like young kids who are just doing these incredible things and I think every one of those stories just makes me so happy to see all that these kids are doing at such a young age yeah no it is really really incredible again it's like it's another Paris Caris thing of like kids just doing so much and like in the interview he talks about like like I think his mom was with him too and she's like you know I'll give him like some reasonable thing I can do in my adult schedule and he's like no more than this like let's do more and just like that's just such a fun energy and like such a really cool thing to bring and I it just it's just incredibly cool it is just like because I was like, I clicked on the link to like, oh, wow, it's like, it's cool. He's giving like supplies. And then the video goes on and then it keeps going on and it keeps going. And I'm like, this is incredible. And it like genuinely brought a smile to my face. Made me very happy to, to like see people do this. Future guest question mark. Maybe I'll actually reach out to him if he has like an email or something, but very cool. Yeah. yeah I you should I definitely reach him out. It will be really cool. Yeah. His name is Kavanaugh Bell. I think I said that already, but just to like, very cool, very, very fun kid to watch. Yeah, especially I think when I, I was seven, I would just play with my toys and hang out with my friends instead of, you know, thinking about donating, um, you know, stuff to people. You would just beg your parents to. Um, oh, mom or dad, buy me this toy, but he's using like his own savings or like his parents' money. I don't know what's actually he's been doing, but he's just using the money to help others who, who are suffering. And I think that's a, he, he's very kind hearted and has a really good mind said. Yeah, I yeah. completely agree. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't this like tiny little you know, brat just running around being like, give me this, give me that. But like, also I was definitely not doing what he was doing. And I, it's just really, really cool to see. And I just like, it really makes me very, very happy and gives me a lot of hope for the future. Yeah, indeed. No, I think in that same way, I was definitely not like a tiny brat, but I was definitely not on like this level of like empathy and caring that he is. And it's like, it's very cool to see. It's very cool to like, cause I think you see, especially like young kids and like people who go through tough things because I think we all have our own things to like deal with and it just really is an accomplishment to like to take that and to make something good out of it because like there are like definitely there's like kind of silver linings to look at things and like ways that you can take events in your life so it's cool to see him take something hard as like being bullied and like use that to be like I'm gonna make sure that I'm never gonna do this again and that's just so cool and just so fun and it's just 
again, like you said, hopeful. It does make me hopeful and excited for the future. It's very cool. So moving on, I think I could talk about my story. So recently, some Canadian scientists developed an eco-friendly substitute for palm oil. And it's also good for your health, which is, you know, good. And um, this will be really beneficial with, you know, for the society because um, palm, oil, palm oil is one of the factors for deforestation in Southeast Asia, you know, parts of Indonesia, Malaysia, the Philippines. And now they can um, decrease the amount of deforestation. And also, especially palm oil is used um, in foods like chocolate, um, any type of oil that you use for cooking, or even it's in your um, um, skincare products. Now you don't, you'll not get exposed to those um, dangerous chemicals or substances that palm oil has, which I think it's a plus for us. And I think they said they're using enzymatic glycerolysis. I don't know what that is, but they're using that to substitute palm oil. And also um, a couple of baristas have been using coffee to substitute palm oil, which is cool. That's very fun. It's very cool. So like, I think back to like, again, I think there's a lot of recurring themes in these stories. And I think back to when we talked about the like, like not even biodegradable, like edible ramen packaging and like some of those other stories of like algae flip-flops of taking a waste product or a product that is not reusable or a product that is harmful and either finding alternatives going outside of the box to find different ways to substitute for it. I think it's even fascinating to see that like coffee can work for that like baristas came up with like oh coffee works with as opposed to palm oil I think that's just very very cool to see that and to like have that out in the world to like keep thinking outside the box to keep thinking complexly to keep thinking in different ways about things to find better solutions yeah and I mean I'm currently taking apes ap environmental science and our last test was just on like biodiversity and habitat loss and deforestation. So that's definitely been on the forefront of my mind lately. And it's a, it's a huge problem. And so to see like ways that people are actively trying to uh, help stop this is really, really cool. Agreed. And also talking about thinking outside the box, I also saw news of this guy um, using, you know, masks that we no longer use and he made chairs with them and they're very stable. You can sit on them, stand on them and will not break, which is cool. And I think that'll be really great because most of us have been throwing our masks and many animals have been, you know, eating the mask or their body parts have gotten stuck in the part of the mask. So I think it'll be really cool if his idea would get expanded and we could collect all the masks and make chairs for, I don't know, public schools or something like that. It would be really cool if we could actually expand his idea. Yeah, that's really cool. I was actually just thinking about this the other day as I was throwing out one of my masks um, because I thought I was thinking back to something I saw where you're supposed to like cut the straps I think so that animals yes. again don't get stuck but yeah I mean this is kind of gross but like I use my disposable masks for uh, a few like times if I can um, just to help conserve them obviously because even though we're not 
in quite the deficit that we were uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. I think it's still good to like kind of reuse them if you can. But I was just thinking about like, you know, how many masks are like being thrown out now? Because like it used to be kind of just be like medical professionals and those who were maybe immunosuppressed were wearing them. And now it's like the entire population. So that's kind of like a waste aspect that you don't normally think about. And I think it's really cool that he's like, again, turning something that would otherwise be just thrown away into something that's useful um, for society. I think that's, again, really, really cool. I love that. When I Googled mask chairs with like no prompting, it gave me a chair in the shape of a face. But after doing some digging, it's cool to like, to see like, yeah, like using things like old COVID masks to make chairs. It's kind of that same thing of like, people use like what, like milk cartons and such to like make benches. It's just very cool to, to not waste things that would normally be just kind of thrown away with no regard. So it's incredibly cool. And I love that story. It's just very fun to see people doing cool things and new things. And I think with that, before we jump into plugs, I have bring back an old segment, which is good news in history, because I was Googling, so I thought it was cool. But um, C.S. Lewis was born on the day this goes live, November 29th. He was born November 29th, 1898. And he is known for The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. He was a great friend with J.R.R. Tolkien, who wrote The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings books. And so he is, so I, yeah, like I said, like Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, but also like the Chronicles of Narnia in general. And so it's cool to like, write these really iconic books that are like still I think read today I've definitely read a few of the Narnia books when I was in like middle school and really enjoyed them so it's fun that he did like create these really cool fantasy worlds and just like all right it's cool to see like influential authors and that's cool yeah I definitely read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe and I think maybe some of the Chronicles of Narnia books as well growing up and they were I have to be honest I don't really remember all the aspects of them anymore (laughs) but you know they were definitely kind of some of those staple books that everyone reads in their childhood and so you know just like a fun thing to kind of I don't know if you'd celebrate his birthday but just like acknowledge yeah for sure it's fun to um to hear about his relationship actually with uh J.R. Tolkien is like a really like fun history they were like just like very good friends and like authors and I think they like I think that yeah they talked together they taught together at Oxford which is very cool and so I think they just did a lot for kind of the world pop culture the things that get that are like prominent now so it's cool mm-hmm. fun times yeah. i don't think i've never read the hobbit but i know I read it's the very, hobbit. Like, classic book i've read it but not i could not get into lord of the rings but it's tough it's fun the movies are great but I um <laughs> i haven't watched the movie <laughs> that kind of like genre like isn't really my cup of tea but my brothers really really like it so you know yeah so okay yeah, no, it was, like, they're fun. It was a neat, like, I was, like, just got, like, way, really big into, like, fantasy in middle school. And so that was fun. But, yeah, I think it's time for plugs. Sadly, I don't think Saisha managed to join us this week. But, um, Kaylee Nyungsu, what do you have to plug this week? Nothing, nothing much. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of. No, not I definitely should plug Saisha's uh, podcast though, Brown Girls Rising. I think she just did an episode on gratitude, I think, and it was like a really good one. So definitely recommend that. Um, I think we talk about it every week, but I think it's always good to kind of bring that back. I guess um, I could bring back an old plug, which is sorry, I don't know if you heard that. Um, there's some really weird noise, but. Um, <laughs> Um, to bring back an old plug, the uh, Unsolved Mysteries game, um, 
or unsolved case file, there is some yelling going on in my house right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. good. Something happened with like a vacuum. Um, Okay. So anyways, going back to the old plug, unsolved case files um, was a game that I plugged prior. And now I'm, was kind of working on my holiday list before this. And so I think it's a really fun game to kind of, again, bring to light if you're looking for things to put on your holiday list, because I know Every year I struggle with things to ask for. My family gets really annoyed because they're like, I don't know what to get for you. So it's just like a really fun game where you get to solve um, a fake mystery and it's kind of like an escape the room type uh, game. And so, yeah, definitely recommend that. I actually, um, yeah, that's great. After yeah. your plug, um, I actually got the game and like a friend and I got to solve it over FaceTime. And it was just a really fun night. And I used like, I used like the knowledge that I got from like reading way too much Sherlock Holmes and like it was just a really fun thing. I really enjoyed that. So thank you for your plug. Um, I would plug um, different GoFound websites. I don't know if we could actually put it down on our Instagram, but keep donating money for um, the hurricanes. you know, a lot of Central American countries are suffering and they definitely need help. Um, and I think many people don't know about this because the media has not covered a lot about the two hurricanes that happened in Central America for the last two weeks because it was, it started at the week when um, of the US elections. So definitely the media will not have covered it, but people really need help and definitely you could just go to the internet and type like Central America hurricane and you'll see a lot of horrible pictures, you know, people losing their homes. And I think it's more than 5 million people that lost their homes. So definitely keep donating money for those people out there. Absolutely. That's an incredibly great cause and something we should definitely, we'll absolutely share some stuff, some resources if you want to donate and, you know, give that to support these communities, support these people that are kind of just getting battered by hurricanes. It's a, definitely a tough time to go through hurricane season. And so that's very important and very cool. Like not cool in the sense of like, it's cool to donate, it's cool to support them, it's cool to raise awareness. Hurricanes are by no means a cool thing to experience, but yeah. I think my thing, I don't have much to plug either. Um, I would say I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and over my Thanksgiving break, I recommend Bacon and Eggs Movie Lovers podcast. I'm wearing their hoodie right now. I love them. It's a, like a fun podcast, talks about movies. I really enjoy it. The hosts are great. The show is really great. Um, Perspective Z is another podcast with teenagers that just kind of talk about random life stuff. They're really fun to listen to. Um, Unlocking Us with Brene Brown is like a mental health podcast that I've been enjoying like listening to and keeping me sane in quarantine. And so that's a great one. And then taking a breath podcast is another one that's about like leadership and just that's a bit of mental health and just like, you know, becoming like a better leadership, a better person and such. And it's just very cool. And I'm like, I think taking a breath, I think is like, you know, like teenage led perspective Z is teenage led, very cool stuff. Very fun shows that I've just been listening to and recommend if you're in the need, in the need of other podcasts. So thank you for listening to us talk about some really, really fun topics. This is a really great episode. really a lot of fun stories and just cool things. I recommend you look more into donating to Hurricanes. I recommend you watch some videos with um, Kavanaugh in it. 
uh kavanaugh is a seven-year-old boy kavanaugh bell who you know raise the money he's just a very like he's kind of a character he's really fun to watch in interviews he's really like positive energetic and that's really cool and uh, of course we use a lot of um we use good news network a lot as like a website to find good news they're really just kind of great resource to have their bookmarked on my computer whenever i need to just read a good news story i'll pop on there they're some of them can be pretty short so like an easy read but i recommend checking that out I am more active on our Instagram now, so I actually like share things and like like things and will follow you. And if you have cool things, probably ask you to come on this podcast. But if you want to follow us, there is at positivity dot podcast. That is not dot spelled out. That's like a period. So it's like positivity and then a period and the word podcast. We have Facebook called Positivity and then like a Facebook group. If you have any feedback, if you want to tell us a good news story of your own, that's all very cool. I recommend uh, emailing us at positivitypodcast2020 at gmail.com. Our editing is done by the great Chizzy Bamucci and Lillian Morrison. Our graphics are by Campbell Deepkin, who did really cool winter stuff. I asked her in like late October, like, hey, can you do us a Thanksgiving one? And she emailed me back three incredible logos for like November, December, and January. And I love them and they make me happy. And I recommend checking that out. So they're really fun. They're, we'll be like updating them as the months go on. So if you're listening to this when this goes live, we'll probably still have the Thanksgiving logo. Within a couple of days after, it will become the Christmas one. But I am super excited for all of that. This has been a teacup of positivity. I have been Carter Dvorak, joined by Young Soo Kim and Kaylee Richmond. And until next week, thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye.